1: for listening to the keeping it beauty show i am your host akilah c thompson alongside our wellness coach who will be serving as our guest host again tonight miss amber peterson good evening hey <laughs> beauties, and welcome <laughs> back akilah we're so glad to have you back thank you it was such a beautiful spring day in new york city so i hope wherever you all are listening from You got to experience some sunshine today. If it's your first time listening to our show, you're definitely in for a treat. You can catch up on our previous shows by listening to our archives on iHeartRadio.com. On our show, we aim to inspire you, as always, to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. And tonight, we're really going to dig into your life and helping you cure your credit. You can visit our website, iambeautyinc.com, and see all the ways in which you can get involved and all the other happenings that we have going on in i am beauty so amber yes (laughs) (laughs) i am i am back from haiti i am uh,
0: so glad to have you back and i have had the pleasure of looking at so many of your beautiful pictures uh so i feel like i was there the experience seemed like it was absolutely beautiful the girls had an amazing time and all that you brought to them was priceless the smiles on their faces were were just amazing
1: What's crazy is that this was probably the first time I went somewhere and, like, I did a workshop and I, like, wasn't on my game as far as pictures are concerned. So, like, the pictures that you you all have seen that have been on uh, kind of my Instagram and my Facebook have really been what I captured kind of, like, at the end after things were over. And there was so much that happened up into the point of those pictures that i'm really i can't wait to see uh, the school is gathering a lot of the pictures that they took because i was really so involved just so focused on the work that i really wasn't like i'm normally here i have somebody that's like on pictures on yes. video and yes. that they like have all of those things kind of under control so i'm excited oh, to, to see everything but i had the opportunity to work Ooh. with almost a hundred girls oh and my goodness women. that is so fantastic uh-huh which was absolutely uh, phenomenal. Uh, Worked with girls from the ages, uh, from the grades of third grade to ninth grade. And in Haiti, that's a little different. So, you know, here in the U.S., that's typically from 10 to 18. Whereas in in Haiti, that was anywhere between, you know, some of the girls might have been as young as eight. And and getting able to work with, uh, they have an English program, and that also includes adults. So I was actually able to work with women as well. So it was just totally awesome to uh, go out there take t-shirts be able to learn the i am beauty mantra in Korea creole How and like actually yeah so you know to those listening uh the i am beauty mantra typically is i'm beautiful extraordinary ambitious unlimited talented young and then this is my first experience of actually having to learn it in another language let's see so,
2: Oh God.
1: So it's um I call I am beauty and the girls say, um, Belle, one extraordinaire, that's uh that's how it is in and so to all my Haitians listening, let me know how I did on my crayon. <laughs> I've been actively uh working that on it. Beautiful. Um, yeah, you know, since uh the whole time I was there. So it's 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 getting better. But I ended being able to do a parade with the girls, which was amazing. And I wanted to find a way to normally here we do some kind of finale where the girls are able to do some some sort of presentation and be able to express what they love. But there I really wanted it to be a celebration. So it was just so nice. you know. We have pom-poms for the girls, which for many of them, that was like their first time actually probably seeing a pom-pom before like really really. yeah so to they were like actually like you know wanting to fight over them and having
0: you know, See, the had, things that we take for granted. You yeah,
1: know. like it's like the little things. Like when I broke them out, they was like, "Oh, cheerleaders!" Like they they knew what that meant and kind of seeing things on TV, but being able to experience it like hands on and get to play with them. And you know, we have beads and hats and bubbles, and they just and mirrors. Have- I heard that yeah, was a favorite. Yeah, 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 of course they they love their mirrors, uh, and that's something that we we do a lot of mirror work. So they were able to do that there. So. Uh, it was just, it was one of those things that, I, and I've been saying to people that I thought I went there to give something and I walked away feeling like um, I got more than I could have ever given. So Absolutely. anyone who has visions of doing things abroad and your vision seems huge or it seems like it's crazy or it seems like um, it, it's, it's in a space where you may not feel like you can connect, you don't know the culture, you may not know the language, but I just, I just encourage you to bring your heart and bring your passion because that was what I brought, and it was just, it was incredible. So, um, so thank you to Hack Hagee, thank you to everyone who supported, who donated, who shared, mm-hmm. uh, and supported us in any way. It was, um, so amazing, and I just can't wait to go back.
0: Um, well, we're so certainly excited for yeah, all the so service that, work.
1: So I can't believe it's election time. So. Oh, I
0: can't, I can't wrap my mind around it either
1: yeah Honestly. like it's, it's election time I'm really not feeling great about this election like at all I'm not okay. either
0: I'm so, not either our options aren't good
1: yeah so let I, me tell you it's crazy I went and I checked today and uh to see if me and Sean were uh both uh registered to vote and and seeing that I reached out to him I was like, okay we're both good and he's like yeah great so we can go in the morning and we can both vote for Bernie
0: and I'm like <laughs> I'm he's not, got the plan
1: yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not sold yet, and I'm not trying to turn this into a political conversation. But um, I was Team Hillary like before Obama, so I'm like still, y'all got to convince me otherwise. Now that Obama's already been president, as to why I need to be Team Bernie. So a lot of people are jumping on. I know Bernie was with Martin Luther King, and um, you know, I, people at least from what I'm seeing, the African-American community is really, and especially the young grassroots movement is really gravitating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm Hillary is just, to me, overqualified. And I would actually love to see what that White House would be like with a woman leading it. Because I just feel like, you know, as a woman, uh, a woman leading
0: anything is going to bring just some new possibility to it. I, I agree in that aspect. You know, I, yeah. I... I I was Team Hillary, and there's something that she said that really uh, made me feel like she was quite disconnected from the people. And while it would, you know, it would really be great to have, you know, first woman president. There was something she said about the minimum wage, where, uh, you know, it's been something that lobbyists are working towards raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, and uh, she was actually against that and said that it shouldn't be any more than twelve. I think. It was that she said, and I, you know, as a New Yorker and New Yorkers know, it is so expensive to live in this city and many other cities in the United States. But I'd like to see her actually make it from the ground up on $12 an hour, raising children. If she could ever do a reality show and Mm -hmm. prove that $12 an hour is actually sufficient to live in a city like New York, then I get her perspective. But I think that it's, I think she's completely disconnected for not, um, not understanding the need to have a minimum wage that's at least 15 because it's very hard to survive even on that in New York City well I'm not gonna have
1: a Hillary Bernie debate right right
0: <laughs> you on the show, but
1: I, I feel like we I, many people are, are hearing one thing and then they're like running to the other team just because of one thing that they heard that they didn't like so I think so I just encourage everyone listening to like really look at Both of their platforms, like I've been actually watching videos and different things tonight so that I can, you know, be informed and make a a decision, you know, that that I that I feel good about tomorrow. Uh, Also, happy tax day, which uh, this is so perfect. I know a whole lot of people probably got refund checks probably before today. And uh, we want to make sure that you are managing that effectively so the next couple Uh, of shows are really going to be about how can we build financial abundance so rather than us taking refund checks and turning up maybe that's an opportunity for us to pay off some debt and you know do some other things that uh, will be able to support us yes save invest so i'm excited so tonight we're going to have somebody on the show talking about credit our next show is going to be about just general things tax planning and then and then the following show is, is we're gonna have someone on talking about investing so hold on to your refund checks don't do anything with it until you've heard at least the next three shows on the yes uh, on i community.
0: agree those are great <laughs> topics
1: so so, um, so i think our guest is ready so i'm i'm excited to have uh on our show tonight chad mary who is a dear, dear friend of mine and the president of Your Credit Coach, where he inspires and, and, and empowers you really to master your credit, to design your future. He has over 15 years of experience doing real estate and helping people achieve their dream home ownership. So welcome to the show, Chad. Hey, Hi, Kim, Chad. What's up, what's up Amber? <laughs> How you doing?
2: I'm doing fantastic.
1: So tell us a little bit more about you. I know you're from Hempstead, but like how did you get into this whole like credit coaching? Like I know it kind of started from I'm thinking real estate and in order to acquire real estate, you kind of need to have good credit. So uh, where did what's the story behind you getting uh, into into credit coaching?
2: Okay, so my story really started when I was 19 years old and I jumped into uh, the mortgage industry so I'm doing mortgages and it came to a point that I'm making so much money I'm like I should do something with this I should buy a house so Mm -hmm. I didn't have credit myself and Mm -hmm. what I decided to do was um, I actually learned while I was doing mortgages a few techniques that I could actually establish brand new credit like right away like literally you could go from having no credit at all to having a 700 FICO score within 30 to 45 days
1: and, and sure. I was able to learn <laughs> techniques like
2: that. So I went from being twenty one years old with no credit and within sixty days I had a seven hundred and twenty plus FICO score because I utilized some very, very savvy techniques and that was enough to be able to get me a mortgage within about ninety days.
0: Wow. So no
2: credit at all. That's fantastic. So so personally that was great for me to be able to buy my own house. So um Essentially, over the course of time, I did mortgages. I did very well in the industry. I started buying real estate. And I actually started Your Credit Coach as a credit repair company. And what I did at that point was I was helping people to remove negative items from their credit. But what I saw was that the demand for people to have education around credit is so much more than just writing out letters. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's one thing to have somebody fix your credit for you. But when somebody fixes your credit with you and you understand the process of getting and building good credit, it's a whole nother world because now you actually you actually know it. And there's, a, there's, a, there's an ancient proverb that says uh, that knowing is in the muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So that means once yes. you do it, you really know what you're talking about. So what I do with people is I actually take them through the entire process of starting out, uh, whether they have bad credit or no credit at all, What I'm able to do is customize a program that is going to meet you where you are. And if you have a lot of debt, we work out a plan to pay off your debt and add new items to your credit that are going to support you in building credit going forward. And if you have no credit at all, depending on what you're looking to accomplish, if you're looking to buy a car, you'd be in a car in 60 days. If you're looking to buy a house, you could be in a house um, very quickly as well because there's some little known tips and tactics that nobody, that they don't, people don't just share as, as often as I think they should. That can really take you from having no credit to building up a strong mm-hmm. credit file in no time at all 60 days, 90 days.
1: Well, before we get into you telling us, because of course you're going to need to tell us, you're going to need yes. to give us the <laughs> you're going to need to have the juice about what that's all about. But what I want to ask you first is I mean, you know, it may seem like, you know, somewhat of a silly question, but. You know, many people, I know those that have grown up in the church, you know, there's this scripture around being a lender, not a borrower. And, 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 and in taking that mindset, sometimes people don't really recognize the importance of really having good credit and establishing that, like, early on. So, uh, other than the obvious, you know, with buying a house, buying a car, like, what are some benefits that you could articulate that to having good credit?
2: I would have to say that other than buying a house, buying a car, and getting money to fuel your business, stay away from credit, really. Stay away from charging up items because what happens is that that credit card really becomes a debt card. So Mm -hmm. more times than not, people end up using their credit card with great intentions. I'm going to buy these shoes with the red bottoms on, on them and pay it off when the statement comes, but that very rarely happens because if you're in a lifestyle of buying something before you have it, then that really starts to become your culture and it starts to chip away at your wealth. So I'm really in the mindset of when it comes to credit to have a goal from the time that you're starting out that you're looking to accomplish. So if you're looking to buy a house, you want to be able to have two items on your credit report that are over $1,000 that are open for more than a year because that's the bottom line requirement for buying a house. Other than that, really start to get disciplined with your spending habits, have a budget and really stay within your means. I mean, that's really what I think, but credit is a phenomenal tool when you use it as a tool.
0: Right. Can you repeat that Chad?
2: Credit is a phenomenal tool when you use it as a tool. But no, when you the
0: thousand that- the dollar credit line to purchase a home. I, I-
2: oh, let me, let me run that back. Okay. No problem. So <laughs> in order, in order to buy a house, The minimum requirement on credit to be able to buy a house is you need to have two lines of credit. So let's say that you have a Citibank card and you have a Bank of America card. Each of them has a credit limit of $1,000. Okay. That's been open for more than a year.
0: Wow. Okay.
2: And you have nothing else in your credit. You could go ahead and based on the credit requirement, go ahead and buy a house. So a lot of people don't. I never knew that. Yeah, a lot of people think that, oh, buying a house or getting a mortgage is this mythical concept where you, you have to have five, ten years of established credit history and you need to be able to sh- – it really isn't as complicated as people think.
0: Right. right. So right. for
2: me, I found so much joy in really educating people about how you could build credit Like because what I find is that the biggest issue that people have with credit is that there's this fear. There's a fear of not fully understanding it and feeling as if, you know what? I'm just going to wait until I know that I'm good. Mm. Right? Mm. But we were just Mm -hmm. talking about, you were just talking about minimum wage in New York, right? Right, right. Try try to survive on $12 an hour. The thing is, if you have an opportunity to buy a house, a lot of people would tell you don't buy a house until you can put down 20%, 30%. Right. That I've heard, yes. Right? And I mean, fundamentally, those are strong, strong principles, fundamentally. But if you're in New York, and yet, you know, you're paying, what, uh, $1,800, $2,000, $2,500 for rent, why not put a few Insane. more dollars on and own your home? Right. right. Right? So there's some, there's some risk that are worth rolling the dice on and others that are crazy. But when it comes to real estate... You know, especially in New York and other high price markets, when you're going to be paying so much for rent and not having a dollar come back to you, no benefit in terms of benefiting from having um, um, any uh, reflection on your credit, uh, no benefit in terms of ownership, you're not building equity, you're paying someone else's mortgage. So, you know, um, that is definitely one thing that the requirements aren't nearly as tough as a lot of people think they are. That's why they should definitely call me or call... A mortgage professional to get more information so you could know where you are know your status
1: All right so just to, um re refocus this a little bit because the the initial question that i asked was kind of what was some of the benefits of having credit and one of the things uh that i kind of want to make sure that people walk away and seeing is that credit you know, similar to how you go to college and you get a GPA, credit is very much um, anyone who, from employers to a bank, is really letting people know a lot about our relationship with integrity because now employers are actually doing credit checks. And I didn't really understand why they were doing that. So it's even larger than just wanting to have good credit for the purpose of being able to buy things, but it's also actually wanting to have good credit so that you really are understanding like what that really truly means that like you want to be known as a person that pays your bills on time, that, you know, that, that, you know, says something and actually does it, you know, you, you get a credit card, people loan you money and that you actually pay it back. So I think that, um, it's bigger than just, um, being able to buy things, but it's actually really a reflection of like our, our, our relationship with our own integrity
2: absolutely absolutely um i like to say that your credit tells me where you've been but not necessarily who you are right exactly there's a caveat to that right because if you've been through the mud with your credit and you haven't done anything to change it address it or move forward you're still in mud right so that's still who you are
1: mm-hmm.
2: right so your credit really tells you a whole lot so like you said Employers to get car insurance, um, you know, a lot of people they want they run your credit before they take you on a date. Like it's mm-hmm. serious in the show. It's serious. <laughs> no, it's,
0: no it's, it's, really, it's like
2: for real. Really
1: and like and like when you're an adult, like you know, being a grown man, you know, that's like thirty some years old, and you really don't have any credit. It's a reflection. It's something. It's a place to look. Yeah. Why are you thirty-some years old and you still don't have like a credit card or you still don't, you know, haven't had like a car or something in your name? It's like it really it, it, it's a place to look as to like, you know, what's been going on as to, you know, why financially you haven't started to, you know, build this, this, I guess, financial rapport uh, through credit.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And a lot of it is responsibility. It says a lot about who you are in terms of responsibility. And what I like to tell people again is like, you know, when I speak to a lot of customers, they tell me that when they think of credit, they get feelings like and uh, anxiety. Some people tell me that they feel stupid. Some people f- tell me that they feel as if they're overwhelmed. And all of these adjectives that that really paint the whole credit experience in a dark light. And right. what I like to have people realize is that you are in power of what happens with your credit. You have control. So bottom line... Whatever happened five years ago, if you decide that you want to live in that story and make your life going forward be about that, you're going to continue to stay with a poor credit score. But like, it's really a matter of making a decision to face this monster until it shrinks into a smaller and smaller and a digestible vi- uh, thing that you could actually overcome if it's an issue and build to have be an asset. So it's really about making a choice, no matter where you've been, what you've done, to say that today is going to be different. Right. My life wow. is going to be different, and I'm going to take control over what has happened. Because really and truly, something happens to everybody at some point.
0: Mm. Right, right. Yeah. Circumstances beyond one's control can yeah. can really mess up your credit. And that may not even be who you are or what your integrity is about, but it, you, know, you couldn't control what happened, and now you, you have, have to rectify that.
2: Mm -hmm. but it's just like like you said and I think that this really hits the nail on the head your relationship with integrity right because Mm -hmm. if you make a mistake in your youth right and let's say that let's say that you make a mistake with a family member you could choose to avoid that family member you could choose to tell people that, oh this person's crazy because yada 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 or you can choose to stand up take responsibility and work to mend that relationship because you knew that you were in the wrong and and that's down to in credit, you know nobody's perfect so we make mistakes but now what who are you at that point what are you going to show the kind of person what kind of character are you going to show at this point are you going to continue to run up run away from it are you right. going to continue to blame every creditor everybody that ever lend you money for giving you a bad terms a high interest rate not enough time you could keep with the stories or you can really grab it you could grab this whole situation by the scruff of its neck and say you know what it's not easy but this battle is going to be worth it because i have a house in my future
0: right yeah
2: to my future i have mm-hmm. the job my dream in my future and you get to live all of that just by claiming that you want to take over responsibility yeah your life
1: Having bad credit is not something that's terminal. Like, you can fix it. You're not going to, like, you're not, you know, financially, you know, doomed. This is not death. Like, this is something that you can definitely bounce back from, no no matter how, you know, bad it is. And and so, definitely, one of the reasons why I wanted to have this conversation is to be able to show people that. That you could have no credit and be able to build amazing credit. And you can have bad credit or have had different situations. have filed bankruptcy and there are so many different ways in which you can build that back up and um have this amazing credit so i wanted to go back into what you were seeing earlier of creating like that script or that plan that you would give your clients and just so that those that are listening will know that it is so true that you could have like literally no credit and have two credit cards and so forth and be able to purchase. I'll use myself for an example. When I was in college, I purchased my, my first car. Well, it actually wasn't my first car, but my first car in my name when I was at school, which was a $45,000 car that I bought. I, my It was a BMW. I bought off the lot without a job just because, my dad had you know when you are when you turn 18 they start sending credit cards my dad was like making sure that we would purchase little things on my credit card and then immediately they get paid off so by the time you know say i was a junior in college i already had like three years of credit history and was able to go to bmw and like buy this car without even a co-signer or a job (laughs) like
0: legit that's amazing (laughs) I that's
1: so I mean, so chat, what do you offer to people as like a script or, or different tips you have to help them really build their credit?
2: Well, I offer that you, uh, when you're 18, that you don't go buy a $45,000 no. <laughs> <I laughs> <think that's laughs> without true. a job.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> interesting that they would do <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> Not yeah, even like... if you're a killer is gonna have people paying the car note for you, but um. Well, well, I um, mean, of
0: course. Of course, it, was, <laughs> no, a, it was a
1: gift from my dad. But at that time, I was going to school in North Carolina. So I'm my dad, he was general. like, you know, I think your credit is probably, like, legit enough to be able to go and get the car on. And I was actually really surprised that he yeah. sent me the deposit money. And I was able to do everything it, on my own without a cosigner.
2: And let crazy. me say the crazy thing, right? The crazy thing is what you just said is I think the difference in people surviving and people thriving. Like, credit is a culture. Um, yes. If your mom had bad credit, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say there's a good chance that <laughs> you have
0: bad credit.
2: Right? But if your mom has great credit, not only is, is there a good chance for you to have credit because it's a matter of the principles and the, and the foundation that you have. And right. a big part about what's happening in certain communities is that. There's a lack of education and there's a lack of information. And like you just said, you were as a junior, you were building up credit. What I would offer to people that are sending their children away to school, and this blew my mind when I went to SUNY Albany. I remember we'd go to the bar, and some of my friends would just pull out credit cards, and I'm like, "How do you have a credit card?
0: Right, right. Like, where did you get that from?" What would
2: happen is, and this is this right here. There's anything that I could tell you, take down your pen and your paper. This is it right here. This is absolute gold you could pay me later or thank me later (laughs) having somebody being added as an authorized user Mm. on a credit card changes the game let me explain what that means so these kids that i was going to school with they were they were getting credit cards and the bill would come in the mail to their parents house Mm -hmm. and
1: And they were paying it
2: but what's happening is these parents Mm -hmm. They've had credit on this particular line established for 5, 10, 15 years. Mm. And by adding their child onto that credit report, now they have credit that's established for 5, 10, 15 years. Like I mentioned when I bought my first house in 2000, it was 2004. When I bought my first house in 2004, I asked my grandfather to add me as an authorized user. So here I am. 21 years old with a, with 23 years of credit history. Mm. You think it was much of a battle for me to get that house? No. They were trying to get, I mean, I got it at uh, 106%. No, you know, 106% financing, not a dollar down. Mm.
0: That's fantastic.
2: Power, it's such a powerful tool. It's such a powerful tool because it's a way that you can set somebody off in the right or on the right foot. So if you don't have a ton of money to give your kids you could give your kids decent credit to start out in the game.
0: Oh, you can. Them, that is such a gem.
2: I'm trying to tell you. And then you can teach them the values to build on it from there. Because instead of going to apply for a brand new credit card and getting a $300 limit, you'd be able to get a higher limit. And not a higher limit to go spend and buy more things, but to be able to have more access. Because mm-hmm. that's ultimately what ultimately credit is all about. It's about access
1: so what if i don't have my parents to hook me up with this like jump start on having amazing credit like then what do i do what if i'm an adult and i still haven't really established any credit
2: well i know a guy um
1: <laughs> <laughs> his actually,
0: name chad <laughs>
2: yeah yeah that, that, that's the guy yeah i'm able to actually <laughs> help people uh by i have a ton of people who you know are um willing to add people onto lines of credit for a few months so that they can go ahead and build their credit and jump right in right away it works so well and it really has Is that
0: called trade line credit is that you're yeah, referring lines. to
2: adding trade lines yeah that's exactly what it is so that's something that's a great supplement to great credit but it's a supplement it's a bonus It's the gravy but what it really comes down to is the the, the habits and the principles that you live by when it comes to money on a daily basis uh... so but that's a way that it could take you from no credit to great credit in no time.
0: So, people, so, and, and I've heard of trading line credit, but just for clarification, because what it sounds like, it, so people are willing to lend you their good credit for a fee? Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, that's,
2: <laughs> yeah we could have a whole show on that. That's, that's like, that's an amazing little niche in the market that, you know, I'm blessed to have great access to. But really and truly, I really like to have people focus on the principles that you can actually grow on. Uh, and also, you know, if, you know, credit is something that is a tool that could be a hindrance starting out or it could be a real asset starting out. And if you have children who uh, are in college or about to go to college, that's something that you want to start considering. What can I do today to make sure that from day one, they have a leg up
0: right. and they're not right. stuck behind? Because,
2: because without that support, they're going to start out paying high interest.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This is a way to actually help your children, your, your nieces, your nephews, to be able to have access to whether it's a new car or a used car at prices that are going to be significantly different than if they were considered to have no credit or bad credit.
0: Now so Chad, what out is there? there? Go ahead.
2: Ooh, well, I was going to say, could be.
0: yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I tend to think of, you know, I don't check, I certainly don't check my credit score often. And so I. what I do is I gauge uh, how well I'm doing based on how many credit card offers I'm getting in the mail. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so I'm like, offer. oh, well, I must have great credit because oh, they keep this offering is going great. I got seven cards. this week. <laughs> is, that a, is that an accurate
2: gauge? Well, that's like saying, you know what? It looks like it's going to rain today. You know, maybe I should put my thumb in the air. Yep, yep. It's. A, I mean, you know, that's that's not something that you really want to bank on, especially when you could just take, a, take the steps to get a credit report for free at least once a year. Mm-hmm. So what I have my clients do is I have them go to annualcreditreport.com because at annualcreditreport.com you're entitled to get a free credit report every year. Now, that doesn't tell you a score unless you pay for it, But you could also go to Credit Karma, which gives you your score from TransUnion and Equifax. And it gives you a great barometer as to where you are. But a good place to know that your credit is good is by having a budget. That's where it really comes down to. I Budget, budget, budget. I really offer that people uh, work to discipline and live by a budget because at that point, you know where you are every single month. You might have had a bad history years ago, a year ago, two years ago, but if you're moving in the right direction every single month and your bills are being paid on time, month in and month out based on what's on your budget, right. it's only a matter of time before your score, you know, gets on par with what your habits are. Hmm.
1: So help us understand, because some people have good bad credit or they don't have no credit and they don't really understand why so I mean what are some of the top reasons that you've come across as to like why people don't have good credit
2: I'd have to say the number one reason that people don't have good credit is because their eyes are bigger than their bank accounts
0: okay Uh, (laughs) that's funny
2: right people want the things that they can't afford to impress people that they don't like and it's just champagne
0: it, taste and beer money,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, instead of just buying a Heineken, you want to pop a bottle, and really, there's the, a real culture of spending before you get. I think uh, the 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 prophet Kanye West mentioned something about that. <laughs> let me, let the, the
0: prophet Kanye West, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but I mean, that's that's really something that is the number one reason as to why people continuously have, in think- fact. Right. On- yeah, bad credit. Uh, so what?
1: And, so what are what are some of the other things that contribute though to that can I, negatively impact your credit?
2: Can I tell you one thing that is the worst thing that you could do for your credit is to co-sign. Oh. Right. Everyone has that auntie that they love and would do anything for them, but auntie, when I tell you, do not do it. Mm. Don't sign because once that, that car drives off the lot, they're driving away with your credit. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it because if payments start going the wrong way, <clears throat> the relationship could go the wrong way. Now, you know, you who was your favorite nephew, you can't get him on the phone anymore, Right, right. And or, not a- even,
1: or not even just, like, aunties being in family. Like, some women That's have, right. like, I know my little brother has ruined several people's credit. Uh,
2: oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love him at all. But, I mean, these girls, they come along and they do things and they're not thinking about their future. So, anybody, and even if you're in a relationship with someone, be very careful about co-signing on things.
0: Don't do it. Chad says don't do it. Y'all don't not, do it.
1: If y'all You're... not married, like, don't be co-signing on anything for anybody.
2: Nope, your brother's doing something right, but that ain't right.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> big him up, big up little bro, but... No, that's, that up. More... that's a double standard.
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: okay, okay. Well, no, I mean, not the not the fact that he's getting people to cosign, but, you know, it's, it generally takes a certain level of um, care for you to want to co-sign for somebody. So, anyway... But, definitely yeah, and whether it's a house, uh, I've, I've known ma- I know many people right now who have co-signed for houses and they just want the house to be taken. Imagine that you just want the house to be foreclosed on, right? Like that's that you want to be taken out of your misery. Mm. When it gets to that point that you have no control, sometimes ending your misery is the best solution, and you avoid that by not co-signing. And right. if you really want to help that person, you can add them as an authorized user to your credit. Oh, I love it. And doing it that way, you don't have any of the burden of any long lasting debt. You don't have, uh, as, as long as they never touch that card, they never see that card or know it exists. I mean, they'll know it exists, but they, they, they don't need it in their possession. You throw it in the garbage and they inherit all that history without you being burdened with payments going uh, negatively against your credit report. Um, rate
0: too.
2: Yeah, okay. another thing is relationships. When you, when you start to get into a relationship, marriages and things go south, a lot of the times the, the finances become a big source of contention. I mean, almost always. And this isn't my bill, that's your bill, and credit really goes down the drain. So in divorce situations, you see a lot of rapid decline in credit. Um, and that's something that a lot of my clients have to work on. We work on overcoming and there's a there's life after divorce when it comes to money. There's life after divorce, but generally there is a bump in the road that you're going to have to get over.
1: Right. So... Now is, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Keila. Go ahead. I want to definitely ask before we, we get off, because bankruptcy is a huge topic that many people get to a point where they have difficulty paying their bills. And there's just this, like, taboo around... Um, People being embarrassed about filing bankruptcy, I'd be curious to know, like, if someone came to you and saying, "Yo, I'm having difficulty paying my bills, and you know, I know that potentially my credit is going to take a hit, but you know, I, I got this house is potentially in foreclosure. Like, I can't pay my car note. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of filing bankruptcy. Like, what would you advise them to do? Like, what would you say the pros and the cons are?
2: Well, the pros of bankruptcy is that it, it allows you to get Allows you to take like an exhale to like really, ah, it's over. You know, it's like being in a, a bad relationship and, you know, even though she's taking all your money, at least it's over. You get to really build back, right?
0: <laughs> Why does she have to take all your money? What if I you took
2: see. all your money? No, let me Because he's not taking all your money. I don't. <laughs> it's, only, it's only her to, anyway. But I, <laughs> so in a situation like that, at least you get an opportunity to do a few things. What it offers is an opportunity for you to really work with uh, a a financial counselor or um, a credit counselor who is going to show you what you did wrong and help you to build a plan going forward. Mm. And that's at least going to help you to get your budget in check, your uh, your, your spending habits in check, and show you how to track your money better. So there's a lot of education in bankruptcy. Uh, Mm. The downside, of course, is that it could take you out of the credit game for a good while because you're initially not going to have anybody that's going to want to offer you credit. Okay. Now, I actually, have, I actually have a company that would offer you credit a day out of bankruptcy uh, up to $5,000. You'll get a $5,000 limit to to jumpstart your credit, and it's a phenomenal line. Wow. Uh, and yeah. But generally speaking, you're going to find difficulty. Now, another good thing is that a mortgage bank is actually willing to give you a loan some in some cases a day out of bankruptcy the only caveat is that you actually have to have other credit history and at that point it's a matter of being able to show that you've maintained a certain level of payment history
1: because aren't you somewhat like you know as bad as it may seem like yes you of course like didn't pay your bills and now everybody is pretty much stuck with with the bill But aren't you actually, like, a really attractive client because you now, like, have no debt to some creditors, like,
0: after you file bankruptcy? That's what I
2: thought. See, there's there's Chapter 7 and there's Chapter 13 when it comes to personal bankruptcy. Chapter 7 is essentially saying, I'm out and not paying a thing. You you pretty much uh, dissolve all of your assets and that's it. You don't pay anybody and, 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 and that's it. Chapter 13, you work out a payment plan, and over the course of time, you actually work to uh, settle on an amount to pay back your debtors. So after Chapter 13, you do come out pretty attractive because you've, you, you'll get a second shot because you've shown a certain level of responsibility to actually pay through the bankruptcy. In Chapter 7, on the other hand, once they've shown that you've totally thrown your hands up and given up, you're at very high risk and with chapter 7 it's really hard to come back you'd still be able to get the line that i mentioned but other than that you're going to have to start from the very beginning getting secured credit card and and that that's going to essentially be where you are
0: got it got it now okay. are, is your is your phone bill considered something that would affect your credit or your credit score
2: not in a positive way, but in a negative way. If you have a contract
0: <laughs> it goes into collections, <laughs> Yeah, and
2: it goes into collections, that's on your credit. But if you pay your, your phone bill every single month and you pay a month in advance, you'll get no credit for it. Oh, okay, interesting. Same thing for rent, but I also have a company that actually puts your rental income on your credit report, which is pretty amazing. And how?:
1: And how will that help you?
2: Well, how that helps you is, in, is twofold. First off, it actually allows you to go back as far as two years of rental history. So let's say that you live at home with your mother and you've been living at home with your mother for 37 years. Let's just, I don't know, you seem to like that number. <laughs> you could actually go back two years with credit history showing that you've been paying on time and they're going to call your mother to verify. And unless you didn't clean your room, your mom's gonna say yes. He's paying, <laughs> up, uh, and, and you'll she be good. be your friend. <laughs> yeah, right. And and that's like a real dynamic uh, contact that I've I've found over the last year, and the results have been amazing. It's enough that along with one other line is enough to get you into a house. So that's mm. like boom, like that's uh, that's so major. Mm. And that's so, what makes you good at what I do. I got the things that other people don't know about, and I know how to coach people through the hard times too, which is most important as well.
0: Right, right. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, being someone that's, you know, really connected to real estate, how important do you think it is to get a house and and, and how does that help one's credit?
2: Well, see, once you, the larger your debt, the larger the impact it's going to have on your credit. So if you have a big mortgage, and you miss a payment, it's gonna have a big impact on your credit. Uh, But if you pay it on time, you know, your credit will grow and you'll end up being in a strong uh, strong space. But ultimately, when it comes down to real estate, what I like to say is that just like any other investment, because ultimately, no matter how much you love a house, it's an investment because you could be in it for a lifetime.
1: Right, yeah.
2: So it's important to be able to buy low And if you're selling, sell high. So just like any other investment, but the beautiful part about real estate is that it's one of the few investments that's going to accrue, that's going to grow in appreciation, and you live in it. So that's a unique proposition.
1: Well, we are coming to the end of the show. I just wanted to give you an opportunity any last-minute tips or things that maybe we didn't get to that you definitely wanted to make sure you share with our listeners before we wrap it up?
2: Yeah, absolutely. What I would, what I'd really want to say to the listeners is that as difficult as your credit history has been, don't expect for somebody else to do it for you. Don't think that letters is gonna letters are gonna solve the problem. You know, with dispute letters and such. Because ultimately, even if your credit was cleaned off, you won't be in a position that you've learned what it's going to take to actually build and design the future that you want. Mm-hmm. And there's really power in facing the issues, and building a plan, and having somebody walk with uh, with you through that that obstacle. And on the other side, you'll have stronger credit, you have a stronger understanding of your finances, and an empowered perspective. On what's next and what you can do from there. Because what you could conquer and master the game of credit, what can't you do?
1: Right. Yeah, right. It's very, very true. Well, Chad, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. How can our listeners stay connected with you, get you as their coach? How can we find you?
2: Well, you could find me on Facebook at Your Credit Coach. You could also find me as Chad Murray. Um, my website is YourCreditCoach.com. You can email me at coach at com, Instagram at yourcreditcoach. So, oh, uh, wow, you
0: got everything, huh?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get <laughs> there's to. No any- there's huh? no excuse, there's right? no excuse, no excuse at all.
0: I'm on it. <laughs>
2: and- <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, well, thank you so much, Chad, again. Thank you, Amber. Thank you to everyone tonight for listening to our show and and joining us. You can visit us on com and visit our Girl Talk section. Please sound off. Send us your questions. Topic suggestions to keep it a beauty at Gmail. And if you want to be a guest on your show, definitely holler at me. Uh and let us know what you want to talk about. And uh we'd love to have you on our show. To find all of our happenings and what's going on in iron Beauty World, go to Iand Please follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page. And uh, you know, stay stay in contact with us, stay connected. Tell us somebody if you liked what you heard tonight. You enjoyed the show. Tell someone else about the show. Share when you see us post that the show is happening. We're here every Monday, 9 p.m. on W4CY.com. And also, you can listen to our rebroadcast on iHeartRadio. So please join us next week, same place, same time. And remember, I'm going to steal this from Chad tonight. Knowing is in the muscle. So we hope tonight that you know something new and you will use it to strengthen yourself and create that financial abundance that you desire in your life. So good night, everyone. Until we meet again, be beauty. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.